This program is sponsored by Proponacy, where I'm the president and CEO. Proponacy is the Greek word for coaching. We provide SaaS technology to centers like yours. Most contact centers struggle with their people, whether it be overcoming monotony, attrition, or getting superior performance. Our solution makes it easier and cost-effective to get even more than you could possibly have expected from your front line. The result is loyal customers, engaged employees, and winning, provable, profitable results. You can reach us at Proponacy.com. You are being forwarded to the contact center code. I love being inspired, man. I, I, I love the moments when, when I get to see people, somebody winning or somebody overcoming or anything that's inspirational. And you, you see it a lot in sports. I was watching a clip the other day of, of a runner who had uh, had, a, had a, a, a leg injury and it's, uh, pulled a hamstring and was in the middle of a race and, and lost and worked for four or five years to get themselves back to be in a position to run again. I'm pretty sure it was the Olympics and and he was running in the race and he was in the lead and all of a sudden he pulled a hamstring again. He was going to win and he pulled a hamstring and so he stopped and the heartbreak that he had on his face when he, when he stopped and so next his dad comes running out of the stands, comes down, puts his arm around his shoulders and carries him to the finish line. So he lost but his dad being there with him, I mean it was so extraordinarily inspiring to watch i i get really sucked into you know the clips from america's got talent or american idol where they they win the golden buzzer and you see somebody that that overcomes something or there's a story and they and they achieve and they succeed or maybe sometimes they don't maybe sometimes they fail but it's just so stinking inspiring and you know and i i love um i love movie quotes that are inspiring too right so uh you know, William Wallace from Braveheart, every man dies, but not every man lives. Uh, Alex Hitchens from that silly movie Hitch, life is not about the amount of breaths that you take, it's the moments that take your breath away. And of course, Ferris Bueller, life moves pretty fast, and if you don't stop and look around once in a while, you could just miss it. I love everything to do with inspiration and being inspired. Uh, Who inspires you? Was it a parent, your child, your friend, another different circumstance? Maybe even you, you're the inspiring person. And I love the definition of inspire. Inspire means to excite, encourage, or breathe life into. Inspire actually comes from the Latin word that means to inflame or to blow into. When you inspire something, it's as if you are blowing air over a low flame to make it grow. Wow. Welcome to Podcast 99. Today we're going to talk to you about how to inspire people in your contact center. If you're a leader, you've got people that work for you or people that work for you that then work for them. But you're in a position and you have an opportunity to inspire. And as a leader, that's one of your responsibilities is to inspire people. So today we're going to talk about how you do that. And the other great thing is, is that I also get to share with you a number of inspiring quotes that kind of add into this. So I get to do both. We get to talk about inspiration and I also get to talk to you 
about giving you some quotes that I've that I've read and gathered that that I just love. So so from a leader standpoint, the greatest leader is not necessarily the one who does the greatest things. He's the one that gets the people to do the greatest things. President Ronald Reagan. And I love this one from Michael Jordan. Earn your leadership every day. So let's talk about how do you inspire someone and what are the steps that you have to take to to help inspire one of the people that works for you to get better at what they do? How do you breathe into them? Well, the first thing you've got to do is you've got to know them. You have to know who they are and what they want to be because you can't inspire people if you don't know if you don't know anything about them. And we've talked about this in multiple different podcasts. How well do you know your people? And do you know them well enough that you have the ability and capacity to then inspire them? Because when, when somebody gets inspired, it, it's personal. Things that inspire one person don't inspire another. And in order to get people to be inspired, you have to know them and you have to understand them. And so your contact center statistics pretty well tell you how they're performing today. The statistics and, and the numbers that you have and the reports and the experiences you have are going to tell you how they're doing. They're going to tell you how they're doing on their KPIs. They're going to tell you how they're doing in their customer interactions. You're going to have words from their customers that are going to display how they feel about them or how they feel about the individual transactions. And they'll tell you the trends and directions that your players are going in. You're also going to know from that the challenges that they have, the areas that they don't work in, um, the areas that they, that they struggle in. But unless you understand how they learn, unless you understand what motivates them, unless you understand what's important to them, unless you understand their past experiences so that you can see what may have worked for them in the past or what doesn't work, you're not going to be able to inspire them unless you know them. How much time out of your interactions with your employees do you spend trying to just get to simply know them? Yes, I know you've got to cover the compliance issues that, that exist. You've got to focus them on their KPIs and get them to, to get better or uh, work a little harder or put a little more focus in or cover some particular performance improvement plan or whatever it is you may have to do with them. But how well do you know them? Do you know the people that are around them? Do you know the people that they love? Do you know the things that they love? Do you know the things that they, that they want to do, the dreams that they have? Do you have any idea what types of things inspire them? Because if you know those things, then it's going to help you get yourself a lot closer to being able to do the things that you want to do. So the first step up is you've got to, you've got to know them. You've got to know who they are. The second thing is, is that you really have to be on their side. Many times our employees really feel alone. And if they're doing any sort of work where they're now working out of their house, they feel alone just when they wake up because they actually are alone. And for all I know, you may be alone too because you might be working out of your house as well. But people need to know that there's somebody on their side. And there's no better person to be on their side than their leader, especially their direct report. If someone reports to you, you need to be their biggest fan. And you need to be the one that, that's next to them that they recognize as the one that they can turn to for help. Yes, it'd be really great if they had uh, peers that were around them. Yes, it'd be great if there's other coaches or other trainers or the HR department or other places where they can, they can find that. But it really needs to come from you. 
you need to be the person that's the most on their side. Now, that doesn't mean that you don't discipline them. It doesn't mean that you don't challenge them. It doesn't mean that you don't have hard discussions with them to, to, to help them get better at what they do. But you need to be on their side. You need to be able to come alongside them and that they understand that you're not against them, that you're actually on their team. And this doesn't mean that they're not responsible for their performance and not responsible for their actions, but they know that you're on their team and that you are their biggest cheerleader. Are you their biggest cheerleader? If you've got 15 or 20 people working for you or seven working for you, how many of those people would say that you're their biggest cheerleader? Because you can't inspire them. You can't, you can't help them find greatness. You can't help them be better than they've been before unless you're on their side and unless they know you're on your side. Because when they, when they know that you're on their side, you're going to build trust. And when you build trust, people will listen to you. And if people will listen to you and be impacted by you, then you have the ability to inspire them because they trust you enough to open up and listen to you and follow you and do the things that you're encouraging them to do, or maybe more important, share with you what's keeping them from achieving their goals and their dreams and the things that they're trying to accomplish at work and and that affects their home or that affects their career. But whatever it is, you can't inspire someone unless they know you're on on their side and you can't fake it you actually have to be on their side. Gives me an opportunity before we go to our third one as I get to read you a couple more inspirational quotes. So this is from Walt Disney. All our dreams come, can come true if we have the courage to pursue them. From, I think it's Ayn Rand. It's A-Y-N Rand. The question isn't who's going to let me, it's who's going to stop me. Who's going to stop you from achieving the goals that you have? From Brian Tracy, decide upon your major definite purpose in life and then organize all your activities around it. Abraham Lincoln, most folks are about as happy as they make their minds up to be. Have you made your mind up to be happy? I love this one from Ben Franklin because it certainly works in a contact center. An investment in knowledge pays the best interest. And then finally from Georgia Dare, I have no idea who Georgia Dare is. Everything you ever wanted is on the other side of fear. Is fear keeping you from accomplishing the things that you want to accomplish? Next up, after you know them and that you're on their side, is you need to tell them the truth. Great success can sometimes come from the greatest challenge or failures that people have. Do you tell your people the truth? And of course you say, well, of course, Michael, of course I tell them the truth. I'm not actually lying to them. Really? Are you really telling them the truth? Do you have the... the, the the guts to have an adult conversation with your employees and tell them exactly where they stand. One of the ways that you breathe life into people, one of the ways that you inspire people is to get them to understand and recognize exactly where they are. And yes, numbers don't lie, or maybe numbers do lie, and they can see that from the performance, but helping them to understand where they are, telling them the truth will help them to get better. It will help them to hit new heights because they'll understand exactly where they are. And sometimes that's comparing them to other people, but it's not comparing them to other people to hold them back. It's comparing them to other people, especially if you can show that those other people were there and have now moved forward and have been become more successful. You inspire people 
by helping them to understand exactly where they are, exactly what they need to do, and then encouraging them or exhorting them to be able to accomplish and get better because other people have done it as well. When we tell the people the truth, we actually build trust. Remember the old quote from, um, oh man, what was the uh, what was the Jack Nicholson, Tom Cruise movie, A Few Good Men? You know, I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. Yes, they can. Yes, you can. If you tell people the truth, then they understand where they stand and they've got a shot at getting better because they're, they're not in some sort of fantasy land. They don't actually see where they are. We have a tendency sometimes to tell ourselves lies. Things aren't really as bad as we think they are. They're better than they are, that we're actually satisfied where we are. We can't really get any get any anymore. We're not deserving of accomplishing that particular goal. We're not deserving of that raise, deserving of that promotion. We're not as good as somebody else. The reality is, is that the truth is, is that we are. But in order to do that, people need to understand where they fit and understand the truth. Do you tell people the truth? Because if you want to inspire them, first you have to tell them the truth. And when you tell them the truth, you build trust with them. And when you build trust with them, you open a door to be able to communicate with them and tell them the things that you want them that you want them to see. Well, before I move on to my next one, the great news is I get to give you a couple more inspirational quotes. This is from Aristotle. So this goes way back. What, who, we are what we repeatedly do. Excellence, then, is not an act, but a habit. I love this one from Eleanor Roosevelt. No one can make you feel inferior without your consent. Man, put that one to work in your life. Steve Jobs, your time is limited, so don't waste it living someone else's life. Napoleon Hill, have no idea who that is. If you cannot do great things, do small things in a great way. Roy Bennett, again, have no clue who he is. Believe in yourself. You're braver than you think, more talented than you know, and capable of more than you imagine. I know this person's name, Mark Twain. The two most important days in your life are the day you are born and the day you find out why. Oscar Wilde, be yourself. Everyone else is already taken. That's pretty cool. Mary Kay Ash, every achievement, big or small, begins in your mind. George Eliot, it's never too late to be what you might have been. Wow, that's one you can um, that's one you can work on. And here's the last one I'll give you for now. This is from Eric Thomas. Again, no clue who Eric Thomas is. When you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe, then you'll be successful. When you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe, then you'll be successful. How bad do you want to succeed? How bad do your people want to succeed? Well, that's something that we can share with them that'll help them get where they want to be. So the final thing is, is the one that's probably most important after you know them, be on their side and tell them the truth. You need to be inspiring yourself. Are you inspiring? Are you the kind of person that when people around you, they're inspired? Well, well, how do you do that in the day-to-day operations, whether you're a frontline supervisor or a team lead or a contact center manager, maybe you work in training or in workforce management or in QM, or maybe you're the senior executive over the entire contact center organization, or maybe you run the BPO where you work. So you do that by walking the walk and talking the talk. 
Do you walk the walk? Are you, do you talk the talk? If, if you're in a contact center and, and you're all about a culture of making sure that you're on time, do you run? Are, are you on time? If you want your frontline employees to acknowledge, if you want your frontline employees to encourage, if you want your frontline employees to make sure that they, that they're, they, that they uh, have the ability to weave between the business and personal, all really great attributes of frontline employees that professionally communicate in a contact center, do you talk the talk? When somebody says something, do you acknowledge it or are you looking at your phone? Do you actually stay focused on them? Do, can someone hear the smile in your voice? You need to be able to walk the, walk the walk and talk the talk. And it's not something that you can do every once in a while. It's something that you need to do everywhere. You need to model the skills, model the attitudes, model the character, model the culture, model the vision and values of your organization. You need to do it everywhere. You need to do it to your boss. You need to do it when you're working with your peers. You need to do it when you you skip down to the frontline level. If you really do care about the people, how much time do you actually spend in the center with those folks? How much time do you make sure that you're, that you're doing the kind of things that need to be done? You also need to, in order to inspire people, you need to lead out front. This means you need to be in front of things. Yes, you've got other people that perhaps solve the problems that you assign and work with, it, but, but you lead from out front, you don't lead from behind. You're the person that gets in front of the challenges and the problems. You're the ones, you're the person that that takes a look at what the real truth is, what's really going on, and then applies the effort or the focus or the money or the time or the vendor or whatever it is to make sure that the problem gets fixed. You're the kind of person that from leading out front, right, doesn't measure things that you have no intention of changing. Beating people up and down on on, uh, scores or targets or goals that they've got without any sort of plan to actually change them isn't worth the time or effort that you put into it. Measure stuff that you have an intention of changing and then actually change them. The other thing that you do is not only do you lead from out front, but you protect them. You protect the people that work for you. And I'm not saying you hide them from their responsibilities or their performance, but you stand in front of them. That's when you come alongside them, you work with them. You're inspiring because they know that they can trust you. They know that if they get a raw deal or it's a bad circumstance or that they've been put in an, in an environment that's no win that you know that and that you're willing to stand, you're willing to stand up from them. You're going to protect them. If you have an organization that's full of politics, then you need to stand in front of them to protect them from the politics. If you've got somebody that's working for you that's a Darth Vader, Darth Vader supervisor, Darth Vader leader, and you know it, that person needs to be replaced or moved or fixed. Don't put your people in, in front of people that are, that are harmful to them, aren't doing what they need to do. If you know that that's what's going on, your responsibility is to protect them. And the other way that you inspire people is by having inspiring stories, by having inspiring legacy moments or legacy experiences that you can share, which means that you're the kind of person that gathers and shares stories, that gathers and shares in significant moments, that, that when you see those moments, you mark them, and, and you store them, and you reuse them again, and you put them in your new hire classes, and when somebody walks by, you say, there goes Jane. Did you know that Jane did X? 
Do you know that 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 Tina has a hundred thousand perfect scores? You gather the stories and you share the stories. You're the keeper of the inspirational stories and people in your organization that inspires and drives other people. And then finally, you never lose sight of what's the most inspiring thing, which is the impact that it has on your customers. The purpose that your business exists, the purpose that your center is, whether that's sales or whether that's service, you recognize and you lift up and you make sure that you point to your customers because that's where things really happen. When you can tell and share inspiring moments, inspiring issues where people were able to overcome customer challenges. And sometimes it's many times it's the above and beyond stories that actually set your culture on fire and set your culture and your legacy moments that really make a difference. The kind of hall of fame moments where somebody goes above and beyond. You need to be the one that gathers and shares those stories about not only your employees, but also your customers as well. You know, there was a, um, there's a, uh, there's a singer out there. His name is Toby Mack, and he's a Christian singer, and he's got a song that's called Speak Life, and uh, there's some lyrics in it that I thought were pretty stinking cool, so I wanted to um, I wanted to read them to you. So this is just a, a piece of it, but it says, lift your head a little higher, spread the love like fire. Hope will fall like rain when you speak life with the words you say. Raise your, raise your thoughts a little higher. Use your words to inspire. Joy will fall like rain when you speak life with the things you say. Are you inspiring? Do you encourage and exhort? Do you breathe life into the employees that work for you? You should. You can. It'll be great for you and spectacular for them. I just read you a whole bunch of quotes that were intended to be inspiring. But what's really inspiring is when people like yourself go out and inspire the people that work for you. How much of your day do you spend inspiring people? How much of your day do you put into helping the people that work for you be more amazing than they ever thought they could possibly be? You know, one of the greatest attributes of a leader is when you get people to do more than they ever thought they could do, and more than you ever thought you could have expected from them. Are you that type of leader? You can be a great leader. It just takes a lot of hard work and a lot of focus. And also to bring somebody alongside that might be able to help you as a mentor, or you might be able to help someone else. Hopefully, there were parts of this that were inspiring to you. Go inspire someone else. It's been great to talk to you this week. Can't wait to talk to you next week because if you've listened to this, this is podcast 99 and next week I get to do 100. Can't wait to. Look forward to talking to you next week. Bye-bye now. You are being forwarded to the contact center coach.